0: Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor gives you sports betting tips. This is college basketball for Friday, February 2nd, because it's Jared, it's almost Groundhog Day again. Mm-hmm. So that's good times for everybody, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, and I don't know about you, but that is really the only holiday in February that I observe. I mean, I guess President's Day is a thing. Um, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I'm Valentine's not. Day. I'm, I'm well. I'm not off work for President's Day, so that doesn't count as a holiday. Yeah. Uh Also, not off work for Valentine's Day. Yeah,
0: it's definitely not a holiday. You have and, a and, work yeah,
1: and uh, you know, Miss Cousin Jared and I, we just don't observe the holiday no,
0: so, oh, oh. yeah. you, you learn something new every day, folks. Now you've learned yeah. something new about, about Cousin Jared and Mrs. Cousin Jared. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have, a, <laughs> as usual, a light Friday slate, uh, but three fairly interesting games or, or, or two to talk about, really. The other one we just like to play, but the, the game's going to be terrible, and we do not advise you to watch it. Um, and then we have two more <laughs> plays of the day coming at you in the extended cut. Uh, if you are with us over on Dub Club, uh, but we'll get right to it here with Kent State and Buffalo, a game that's going to be terrible, mainly because of Buffalo. I, I don't like I, this is where this is where Cousin Jared, you, you and I rely on Jake sometimes for the X's and O's and the, mm-hmm. some of that stuff. You know, the, the, the actual like who's coaching who, you know, we don't like mm-hmm. keep track of that as well as he does. You know, we just do the math. And, and I do the math, and, and you're the model whisperer, but uh, mm. Buffalo is terrible. And I feel like they used to be decent, and now they are just not. Um, mm. uh-huh. We've played the under in a few Buffalo games before, and it, it's gone pretty well. And and, and the bottom line is uh, it's the corollary. We, we've long talked about that betting the over with better teams and better offenses has mostly been the way to go this year. It doesn't mean it's going to hit every time. It, it just means it's mostly driven us to success. But the corollary of that is bad offenses just have a hard time scoring. The, the gap between the offenses is larger from top to bottom than it's ever been before. And it's larger than the gap between the top and the bottom defenses, uh, even considering uh, as good as Houston's defenses. Mm-hmm. We'll have a little bit of pace in this one. Uh, you know, not not a ton, but I mean, we kind of know what we're going to get. Teams going up and down, and Buffalo bricking a lot. And Kent State, you know, should win this game. Buffalo struggles to win anything, but 148 and a half points is a lot of points. Yeah. Um, it, it's, uh, you know, three, four points higher than the average game, depending on if you count OT or not. And I just don't see anything that tells us we're going to get more than normal points here, because the pace is going to be a little bit higher, but a team like Buffalo just always brings the number of points down because they're offensive ineptitude. So we're going to go under 148.5. A grade pick, Cousin Jared, tell us more.
1: Uh, And continuing the conversation that we have yesterday that you really have to analyze when you're looking at totals, every piece of this puzzle. And, okay, this could be a faster than than normal game and yes kent state could put up a lot of points because buffalo's defense is terrible but my goodness this buffalo offense for a uh mac team Mm. and you know one a not two yeah yeah yeah. like when when we're talking about college football it's mac definitely near near the bottom uh when you're talking about college basketball many conferences below the mac uh, yeah. in college basketball, and Buffalo is not uh, keeping up with the Joneses in its own conference here. It is keeping, uh, you know, it's in the same neighborhood as a lot of these really bad teams that we mm-hmm. were talking about offensively. So uh, normally this type of game, when I see this type of pace, when I see the bad Buffalo defense, I would be worried about the under, but then I see Buffalo's offense say, you know, you know what, no no problem. Uh, I am all in on, on this under here.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, And we are just eking in to the A grade territory here. This is the number you need for it to get to an A grade. However, we often talk about on a night like Friday night with so few games, there's no hockey other than maybe like, I don't know, can can you even bet some of the skill stuff that's happening? I assume that's happening. Is that even on Saturday? I don't even know.
1: Yeah, I don't know either.
0: Uh, I knew you knew you the All Star Game. That's not happening yeah. yet. Um, so, so with the ho- hockey on on break, I mean, you're just you're getting real bottom of the barrel with sports at this point. So, y- you're probably going to have some money sitting around, and that's fine. Uh, we don't need to put all of our dollars to use every day as much as we'd like to. Uh, and so that that just makes us where we can be a little bit more aggressive. While the threshold for the A grade play would be 148 and a half. The difference between 148 and a half and 148 would just be the win at that number. And if you push, it's literally no different than your money just sitting there. So this is a situation where 148, I would play that as an A grade too, if that's the only number that you're able to find. On Mm -hmm. a Saturday, we might not say that. We might say we need every dollar that we put out there to be maximized because there are so many games and so many opportunities. On a Friday night, you don't have that case. So 148 would be fine too, even though it wouldn't meet the model criteria for an A grade. Uh, But 148 and a half, we have satisfied with the model, deems it to be worthy of that highest uh, standard, uh, cousin Jared. You'll, you, you, our viewers may have noticed we've already gone five minutes in. We have we have a new background here. We are um, proudly powered by BetUS now. Ah. Uh, if you want to uh, check them out, you can with the link in the show description. And sign up, new customers get hundred and twenty five percent bonus. Now that does come. With the caveat of a rollover, and offshores work a little bit different than domestic. so many of you are, are fully aware of this. You can't just go get that bonus and then just, like, cash it out. You do have to play it over a few times. It's kind of the way it it normally works there. But, uh, you know, typically, you know, I, I think that kind of aligns with what we always talk about because we never try to talk about hitting the lottery, you know, one play and we're, we're – Get to retire, right? We're constantly mm-hmm. talking about long-term success, slow and steady growth, and the rollover yep. part of that. You know, you and I have done a lot of uh, offshore betting and, and mm-hmm. dealt with the, the rollovers. It's, it is what it is. If you stick yep. with the strategy, you're just yep. constantly putting a lot of money out there, and, and every week just make it a little bit more than you had the week before in the rollover. Part and and there,
1: no big deal. And uh, literally, no better time. To get in those rollover requirements, then college basketball season and college basketball Saturday, uh, you can plow through some of those rollover. Requirements. So definitely don't be dissuaded by that.
0: So, so true. I, uh, I thought I, sometimes in the fall, I feel like that with college football, because baseball, yeah. you, there's baseball's is pretty consistent, but it, it is a little slower sometimes in the summer to try to get through those rollover requirements In yeah. the fall with football, it goes fast and with college basketball, I could just fly yeah. through because, yeah. you know, you just have so many things to wager on these Saturdays. So I get 125% bonus. And uh, we even have a nice little uh, nifty graphic here, Uh blank and you'll miss it. So people don't blink. All right. BetUS, America's favorite sports book, where you can bet on everything anytime. Sportsbook, live betting, and casino. To celebrate 30 years in business, we have the best bonuses in the industry. Get a 125% sign-up bonus and up to 30 risk-free bets. So what are you waiting for? Join now. BetUS, where the game begins. Uh... We we are thankful to have uh, Bet US uh, supporting us. We also, viewer, appreciate your support as well. As uh, you know, many of you are well aware, this is my full time gig to uh, support. Uh, I'm not taking any money that we get from this, and 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 gambling myself with it. This is like buying my groceries and, and helping yeah. put my, my daughter in daycare so that I don't yeah. have to watch her because like, I love my little girl, but like she would drive me crazy if I had to watch her all day long. I mean, yeah. just, yes. Yeah. Uh, so we appreciate their support. We appreciate your support. If you are interested in you, check them out, uh, click that link in the show description. That just lets them know that you're watching this show and that you came from me. And so it just makes them feel better about supporting us. So we all support each other. We love it. If you're not interested, that's okay. I'm not going to try to push anything on anybody that you're not interested want everyone to be, betting at the places that they want to be betting and the bets they want to make all completely everybody happy. So, uh, you know, if, if not, that that's no problem. If you're interested in a new book, check them out. That links in the show description, which will carry us forward now to, I guess the game of the night, uh, Ohio State and
1: Iowa. You you said that with a lot of confidence. I feel like there was a question mark at the end of that. <laughs> there
0: very much was a question mark at the end of that. I mean, anytime Ohio State's playing, you have to kind of question it because they just have not looked very good. Yep. Here as of recently, uh, Iowa kind of struggling as well. Uh, we're going to be on the over on this one. I don't know. It kind of feels like the same old story lather wrench or P I was playing, we're going to take it over. Cause then you
1: haven't had more insight for it than just that. I would say like, don't be dissuaded by, I can't remember when it was. There was an Iowa home game recently where the game didn't go over. It didn't come close to, to going over. Um, But when you look at the course of at least a season and a half now, more than a season and a half, um, number one, we have seen consistently that this is just kind of what Iowa does. So I would say, don't be dissuaded by maybe a a recent game or two at home. The other thing I would say, when you look at those games that have gone over, a lot of them have gone flying over the total. It was one of those things with, you know, seven or eight minutes left in the game, you would clinch the over. And I'm not saying that's going to happen in this game, but at some point, these games you are kind of going to normalize out and you may not have one that goes over by 20 points, but there's still going to be lots of opportunities for it to go over by five, six, seven, eight, ten, ten 10, 10 points. So uh, yeah, just like I said, Ohio state, not the best, but Iowa at home, I never going to pass up the opportunity for an over uh, with Iowa.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I, I feel like we have a lot we can talk about on this one. Uh, I do want to talk about the side here in, in just a minute. But, of course, the official picture on the total. So I want to stick with that. Mm-hmm. First off, because um, you and I were talking uh, off air earlier today about thresholds for grades. And we've long talked about this. We've been very transparent. We're always transparent uh, here about the grading and trying to make sure that we get the 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 best picks to have that a grade stamp of approval but also like we don't want too many of them for college basketball saturdays when there's 150 plus games but we also can't make it too restrictive because then on a night like friday it'll be like no a grade plays or on a, even a night like thursday it'll be like three you know or whatever and so we've kind of tried to figure out like how do we really you know you know find the sweet spot i guess you would say mm-hmm. and i was looking through, pouring through the data here as as you know, I try to do from time to time just to make sure we're, con- you know, we're not missing anything. And we really could kind of break these into f- into five tiers rather than four if we wanted to, and take these top picks. And we could kind of have like the really good A grade plays are kind of like in their own category, and then the low A grades and the high B grades could almost be treated like A grades. And I don't want to call them all A grades because I'm afraid we'd have 50 A grades on a Saturday. And I know that's just for people yeah. who are just like. Oh, just be too overwhelming yeah and so i was thinking about like should we add another tier i don't know exactly how i want to do this but i'm letting you viewer know that this is one of the b plus grades that if i were to kind of actually make a, like a super a category an a plus category or whatever this would actually then be bumped into the a because really they are in that like very good roi these picks right here uh where this one would fall not quite as good as the a grades but still a very good pick so from where this number is this number is offering us that value that I have full confidence in playing this even though it's a B grade it's a B plus pick and it's one that I really like. It's maybe not quite as good as um our maybe our A grade total of the day that we're gonna have in the in the after show but it's like right behind that. So I do like this number here. Uh, you made a great point uh, with Iowa, and, and I don't know what else there's to say. If you've been watching us, you know you know all these things. If you haven't, uh, the, the too long version is just, you know, Iowa's been good to us on the over. They score a lot. They score a lot at home. They speed teams up. Um, they don't play great defense relative to Big Ten standards. Another other yeah. advantage of that. Uh, Ohio State's better on offense than defense. They don't really play fast, but at Iowa, you expect that pace to be driven up. So we you just, you just expect a lot of points. I mean, it's going to happen every single game. We're not going to go undefeated. Uh, We've been winning way more than we've been losing. And so no reason to get off this over on the Iowa train. I do want to ask you, Christian, your thoughts because we've, I don't know, like unexpectedly, unmeaningfully, I don't really know. Like Jake, you know, and I both live now in in Indianapolis and uh, he's got some friends who are Purdue fans and we've got some of our, of our faithful followers over here who are Purdue fans uh, over with the Sundown club. And so I don't know why, but I feel like we kind of pay attention to the Big Ten a little bit more, even though it's maybe not as strong as a basketball conference as the Big 12. Um, Yeah. State is a team that has not looked good lately. Iowa is, to put it mildly, Iowa, you know, kind of all of a sudden 12 and nine. You know, it looked good. And, And we talked about them the last time they played Indiana here earlier this week. We were kind of like, Maybe Iowa on the road can figure it out. This is the type of game they need to go win if they want to, like, you know, solidify their spot in the tournament and and mm-hmm. they need to win. These are the types of games that are winnable games. And they look terrible and then they looked great and then they blew it. And yeah. I kind of still think Iowa at home would be the way I'd play this if I had to, because it's Iowa at home. Mm-hmm. And I don't trust Ohio State. But I mean, is that a little crazy? Because we have to lay some decent Odds here to back Iowa on the money line. We're not getting anywhere near that minus 136 that the model would require for a B grade pick. Even though the model thinks it won 65% of the time, the current money line price at their own is like minus 200 or something. It's not
1: great mm-hmm.
0: or minus 190 or whatever. And if you're laying points, I mean, the model says 4.8. And I think you're having to lay like five. Like, I think I'd lay the five with Iowa, but I don't love it as much as I feel like I should because I, I would love, I love fading Ohio State. What are your thoughts on it?
1: I would lay the points with Iowa because you mentioned that Iowa's defense by Big Ten standards is not very good. Ohio State's defense by Big Ten standards may be okay. By Ohio State standards, not nearly good enough, I would say. And so uh, just the combination of Iowa being home, Ohio State on the road, and just an Ohio State defense that I think, in my opinion, some of the good good defensive outings we've seen from them have been more a combination of some of the pace of how some of their games have gone yeah. and not necessarily because Ohio state's playing lockdown defense. So I would lay the, lay the points. I mean, that probably goes to liking the over 156 mm-hmm. and a half too. I feel like those are a little bit, bit correlated, but definitely I don't think not enough value to lay minus minus one ninety or whatever it has to be mm-hmm. for Iowa. If I'm going to back yeah. Iowa, I'm going to lay the points. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And of course, you could also look at a team total over. I don't know what that would be. Usually those markets are out until the morning. And of course, we're recording this the night before, uh, but you could see the model expects an average of 82.7 points from Iowa. So uh, if you can get anything around, you know, 80 or so, the model thinks, you know, that would be a, you know, 79 and a half would be a pretty good yep. team total over. I don't, I don't know what numbers would be out there, but yep. um, something like that. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I think the last thing I'll say on this is uh, I, I definitely agree. I think, I think Iowa would be the way to go um we've seen craziness with sides all season long Mm. i don't know if it's any worse than years before i hesitate to say that as the data person without having looked into the data but Mm. i swear it seems like we're seeing 20 point comebacks left and right every time we turn around you never like no lead is safe in college basketball so it does feel like in general i'm treating sides i know we've talked a lot about this like just scaling back a little bit on them being like, I just don't, I mean, I don't know what's going on with this game. And like, it's not just game to game. It's like half to half and, and quarter to qu- quarter of the game to quarter of the game. And uh, I, I think when you look at this, like there's not enough value on this for me to love Iowa. I'm just like, if I had to play it, I'd lay the five, but we still think that over is the much stronger play yep. uh, between the two. Obviously it doesn't mean Iowa can't cover it, you know, which means that we like the, the over a little bit more. And if you're interested in getting all of these fun graphics, information, discord chat, extra picks, all sorts of goodies, check us out over at dub club. You get your first month for $5 off using the promo code boot. I had fun with the promo codes. Cause last year I tried to make the promo codes like the year and the season and the sport. And mm-hmm. yeah. Let's yeah. just come up with like a fun four letter word boot. It's a four letter yeah. word. There you go. Uh, so yeah. you can scan that QR code. That links also in the show description. Otherwise though, we will wrap up the free pick show before we get to the plays of the day in the after show with Princeton and Yale. Oh I mean, y'all. Oh y'all. Uh, yeah this is, Preston and I are, are working through Blood Meets World right now, so I don't know if that ages yeah. us at all. But uh you know, yeah. going back and watching through those. So uh if you if you haven't, th- those are those are some good watches for you. And and, and kid friendly, depending yeah. on you know if, if yeah. the age of if, if any of you have children out there who, who, who around that time. Uh Princeton number 30 on offense, and that's really the deciding factor in this game, according to the model. Uh they have the weaker defense, the the weakest shoot on the their defense, But it's not that much worse relative to how much better their offense is. That's why the model likes Princeton and thinks they're much better than Yale. We're going to grab them at plus 130. This is priced as if these two teams are even, and then you give Yale some home court, and that's why they're favored. But the model thinks that Princeton's the much better team. Don't know what'll happen in one game. The last time, I think one week ago, we had a similar situation like this where we said, hey, the road team's better. Take the plus odds. I think it was a tie game after about 30 minutes, and then the wheels fell off. You never know what's going to happen. We just talked about that with sides. They can be really crazy. But in the long run, you can't really complain about plus odds, uh, especially with the chaoticness of college basketball, because in the long run, as long as you're sticking to plus odds with anything can happen, you're probably not doing too bad. So we're going to take plus right. 130 with Princeton, B-grade value. We're going to risk less than a unit, but we're going to win a little bit more than the unit if it comes through for us. Cousin Jared, tell us more.
1: This Princeton offense, a very um, unique team in my opinion, in that they have a very good offense. Uh, but you know, you people that are with us on Dub Club can see the pace that Princeton Princeton plays at, and it is very slow. And so you think that a lot of these good efficient offensive teams like to get up and down the court, uh, but that's not the case with Princeton. And so I think they just play a. I mean. I think they just play a type of basketball that is a little different from a lot of the other teams out there. And that makes them a tough matchup for just about everybody to play. Cause they're different from what a lot of these teams see night in and night out. Uh, and, you know, the other thing is, is like, I think Princeton is just a good team. I think that they're, I think they have a great shot of making the tournament by, by, um, you know, winning the Ivy league this, this season. The, the,
0: the, does Princeton still run the Princeton offense? I mean, that's my question. Someone can, can tell us in the in the comments on that. I know the Princeton offense like dates back to like the nineteen thirties. Yeah. yeah, it's like forever ago. And uh, one of the main coaches who used it at Princeton did it, you know, in the sixties and seventies and eighties and nineties. And like, I don't even know if they still run the Princeton offense. I, I don't know enough about it to know. But mm-hmm. uh, if nothing else, like you said, this version of Princeton is is relatively unique. You do not see a lot of these offenses that are this good that mm-hmm. play at the pace. Pace that they do. You see a couple of them, you know, Colorado State, I, I guess is a decent office. Creighton is one, right? St. Mary's, You have a few of those teams, right? But, mm-hmm. uh, typically a lot of those teams that go slower, even a team like Houston has a good offense only has a good offense if they have talented players. I mean they're right they make their <laughs> their their bread on defense of course and yep. Princeton does not. Um, so yeah, definitely a, a unique offense here, one that we hope can travel on the road don't know what happens. Model thinks Princeton should be favored even if it's a 50 50 game plus 130 is too good to pass up and that is B grade value for us which takes us to our recap slide again. Join us on Dub Club, add free shows, Discord access, more picks, plays of the day, all sorts of goodies, team totals. I don't know, whatever you're looking for. Hockey coming soon. We've been doing a lot of discussion on hockey over in the Discord. We'll work on getting that format and sending out to everybody as some model leans for now until we can really track and, and officially do some stuff, but, but giving some people some, some fun hockey thoughts uh, over there on dub club after the all-star break this weekend, cousin Jared parting words before we head to the extended cut and the
1: plays of the day. Lewis Hamilton moving from Mercedes to Ferrari. I am like shocked. I cannot believe that he made that move. I have no idea if anybody watching this show cares about formula one, uh, but I saw it this morning. I had to do a double take. So anyway, there's your F1 content for the day. I, maybe
0: for the year on the show, um, Dude. I did know when you said, Lewis Hamilton, I was like, that's a formula one drive or Indy car. Yeah. <laughs> Am I in the right ballpark? But I was like, I was like, I think I know what we're talking about, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Hey, another reason to be over on dub club is if you want yeah. some, some NASCAR talk. Cause Jared can get, yeah. Can NASCAR? Talk? We have a NASCAR yeah. channel over in our Discord. We do not have pickleball yet.
1: Yeah, Pro- probably ever. But yeah, it, I mean, who, who's to say anything can happen? Uh, But yeah, the NASCAR season exhibition races starting this weekend. Daytona Five Hundred in two weeks. Are which, they? I believe. Are they racing at the Coliseum? Yeah, it's the third year they've raced the Coliseum. Yeah, they mm, turned this the, the, the LA Coliseum. Year. Yeah, they turned mm. the LA Coliseum into a racetrack for a weekend. Yep.
0: That must be a very short. Track.
1: It's a quarter of a mile. Yes, super.
0: Yes, because I was thinking when Tennessee played a football game at Bristol, Mm -hmm. and Bristol is a very small track, Mm -hmm. and I'm pretty sure the football field was like dwarfed inside of it. Yeah. Obviously, here in Indianapolis, you know, Indianapolis Motor Speedway is huge. There's, yeah. you know, half a golf course in that thing and, and, who knows, you know, a museum and all sorts of stuff inside of it, you know. So, yeah. uh, anyway, <laughs> that'll be our free show. Again, if you're with us on Dub Club, you got the special link to hear us talk about the plays of the day and chat about a few other games. So, stick around. Otherwise, best of luck to everyone. We'll see you in 24 hours.